everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which is, once again, a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Really quickly, I want to thank everyone who came out to the first in-person Laughing Liberally Milwaukee show last week. It was our first show in over two and a half years. Uh, The show was so much fun. The audience was great. It was so wonderful to be back. The comedians were great. Our next live show, our next live in-person show is Saturday, December the 3rd. On that show, we'll have Dina Nina, Dana Ehrman, Sean Vasquez, Reagan Nimala, the accounts of Homeland Security. Plus, we have a special interview with Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation area. Advanced tickets are only $8, and they are on sale now at Laughing Liberally MKE.com. I'm so excited that our guest this week is the hysterical Kristen Lighty. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Kristen, last week, obviously, we had the midterm elections. As everyone knows, here in Wisconsin, it was a literal mixed bag. Somehow, somehow, Democrat Tony Evers won and Republican Ron Johnson won, which leads to the question, what kind of maniac votes for Tony Evers and Ron Johnson? The answer is a racist maniac. Um, Either that or a voter who thinks, look, I support bonkers right-wing conspiracies and policies, but but I want them on the national level, just not the state and local level. (laughs) Um, There were just so many racist ads against Mandela Barnes leading up in the election. Uh, My favorite racist ad, I'm not sure you saw this one, Kristen, I'm not making this one up, had this like police chief from this small Wisconsin town, and he had the most phenomenal Wisconsin accent, and he was like, oh yeah, that Mandela Barnes, whoa, he supports the bad guys. Just a real quick here, no wonder we can't have like a real conversation about community safety and police violence in this country when half of our country thinks and talks like third graders, you know, it's like, oh, we got to get the bad guys. You're the bad guy, and I'm a good guy, and the good guys put the bad guys in jail. Hooray for the good guys. I mean, it's it's so juvenile. But anyway, back to this Wisconsin cop. So watching that ad, I kept picturing this, like, older Wisconsin cop in, like, 70s and 80s cop movies going like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Make my day. Oh, yeah, don't you move there, guy. Don't you stop resisting. Stop resist. Oh, 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 looks like I shot you there. Oh, yeah, what do you know? Too bad the old uh, the old body cam was off there, guy. You know what they say. Uh, some of us who uh, run forces are the, uh, the uh, same who burn crosses. And uh, you know that, uh, that uh, King Kong ain't got shit on me, you know. The truth is, uh, while the Evers race was arguably the more important for our state, and it's wonderful that he won. The Mandela one still really does hurt. Uh, Kristen, what's your take on the Wisconsin midterms? Baffling. Absolutely (laughs) baffling. Um, Split ticket voters, you are agents of chaos, and I do not appreciate your tactics, but you are ensuring we'll all be just a little unhappy. So in that way, I guess they're sort of egalitarian. Um, I will say... I thought it was uh, interesting that Ron Johnson waited on, waited until September to call Mandela a socialist. So I saw I thought that showed like restraint on his part. You know, he wasn't ultimately lining up for it day one. Um, but all the mailers I got were so funny. They were just like Mandela Barnes wants to defund the police. Mandela Barnes, most radical candidate ever. I was like, 
You know, if, if there was ever a Democrat, even like an eighth of as radical as they make them out to be, I would quit my job and go campaign for them full time. Mm hmm. Like I would a hundred percent support it. Yeah, no, I would, I would, I would too. That would be the most. Uh, I literally, I, I would quit my job too. I'd be like, you know, I, that's it. This, this person needs to be in office right here and right now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird though too. Like, uh, and and so obviously we have this oddness in Wisconsin, and I, I still, you know, I'm a fairly new Wisconsinite. Kristen, and I like my wife and I moved here in, in 2016, um, and I, I I don't understand it. So many, and and like it's really weird because like a lot of people I know who live here, like my friends here, I was asking, could this actually happen? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, it it, it probably will, and I'm like, all right, I'll believe it when I see it. And then I saw it, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is I I, I it's it is completely baffling. It is a maddening duality because, uh, you know, we Wisconsin is where AFSME was born, the union. We mm -hmm. gave the world fighting Bob LaFollette. We have an incredible progressive spirit. We also gave the world Joseph McCarthy. And, um, you know, we have a very conflicted, annoying past. So <laughs> but, you know, I, I do really appreciate like. In the state superintendent race a few years back, we turned Brown County up where I live. We turned that county blue uh, for Jill Underly, which was impressive. So I do feel like this space we're in is almost kind of exciting because it is the awkward tension of growth. And, you know, you don't see that all the time. So it does feel like voting feels important here because it feels like this constant tug of war. Um, I had no idea the ending would end like this but you know, like. <laughs> it's weird too like now that they that they according to this last election and the previous one the the wow counties are are trending blue now and like they're not blue yet but like they're they're getting there and those are supposedly the the ones that decide the state and again it kind of went didn't entirely decide at this time but it, it, it is it is pretty exciting that like all right finally the the, the milwaukee suburbs aren't as horrible as you as a as a milwaukee and as i think that they are <laughs> yeah they were they were pretty bad for a long time <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. so that's very optimistic news what was your take on just kind of the general, like the general vibe of the the overall midterms of like this the eking by of the Democrats? Any any kind of thoughts on that? Um, well, you know, I was not that shocked by it because the Republicans never really win the popular vote, so it would make sense that they don't have a sweeping win in the midterm. Um, but the fact, I mean, I was still nervous. I was still scared. You know. <laughs> Uh, but just the way things have been going, I don't know, I guess Wisconsin results shocked me the most because it was pretty much like it stayed the same. And it just feels really odd to look at our like where we at, are at politically and before the election and to be like, yep, let's stay here. That perfect. You know, <laughs> no, it goes against it goes against all like knowledge and sort of like especially in midterms. It's like when especially when the economy is bad, people always think, oh, they're going to throw out the incumbents. And here we actually we did the exact opposite. We kept the incumbents. And and and, and again, it goes against any logic uh, and any path, which, again, kind of anyone who thinks that these trends are the same after Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, the, the country is entirely different now. And all these things that, that we used to think would be true are, are clearly not true anymore. Yeah. And I would feel I feel like if Democrats had a grander vision and were further left, it would have been a landslide. Absolutely. If they actually were doing like plans to actually make people's lives better instead of being like, all right, 
we're not Donald Trump. We're not these right wing maniacs. Uh, we, we yeah, we're not insurrectionists. We actually want to make people's lives better. Yeah, I think give people yeah. an actual a reason to vote for them instead of just the against the other people. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. I get it. You need a fundraising tactic, and you got to bring people in. But like, we've been making it very loud and clear. Like, we want living wages. We want health care. We want affordable housing. Get on it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so Kristen, another aspect of the podcast is a discussion of the art of comedy. Uh, what I've been asking the comedians lately, uh, we're kind of, you know, in the roller coaster of COVID. We're in a people are mostly coming back to life, laughing their bullies back. You're gonna you're gonna be doing the show in March, which is very very exciting. Yes. Um, how how has comedy and COVID been treating you lately? Um, well, I feel like I'm getting back out there. Uh, January 2020, I had my first headlining weekend at a club, and I was so excited. And then the world ended. Uh, Mm -hmm. But now I have my first headlining weekend at another club coming up in January. I'll be headlining uh, Dry Heat Comedy in Albuquerque. And uh, I'm booking a few things like throughout the country. I just got back from a festival in Austin. It feels really good to travel again and do comedy, see all all my old friends. And yeah, it feels a little bit normal, but I'm also uh, scared to say that. And all of a sudden, like, you know, like germs, like with guns come out now oh, or something God, like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what bad thing can happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of bad things. But something good that people can do is follow you on social media to find out where you're performing. Where can they find you on social media to follow your comedy? Yeah, I'm at Kristen Lighty on all platforms. And this week I'll be in Madison Thursday evening at the Crucible for Words with Nerds. And Friday night in Green Bay, Wisconsin, we're launching our very own Don't Tell Comedy up here. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, well, Kristen, uh, so great to see you. I can't wait to see you in person in, uh, in a couple months here. Uh, thanks for what you're doing and thanks for being on the show again thanks for having me this is great All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 59 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.